welcome to the baked beans podcast this episode i am filming outside with fermi on my garden whilst i eat my breakfast which is very unprecedented in the history of the podcast but yeah hopefully it all goes well it's because i have to leave in approximately one hour and usually podcasts take me like an hour to film so i'm really cutting it close today anyways enough of the pre-ramble before i get started though i do want to say thanks for all of my recurring listeners because up before up until like a few days ago right like when people were like oh my god yeah i really enjoy your podcast where you just like talk about yourself I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I didn't really, like, it didn't really register in my brain what that meant, if that makes sense. But the other day, I was thinking about it, and I was like, imagine I'm, like, having a conversation with someone, and then, okay, let me, let's let's do, like, a little simulation, okay? I'm me, and also you but then for you i'll like do a little accent so you know the difference (laughs) no i'm not gonna do the accent i can't do an accent okay for you i'll just be like a really high-pitched voice hey what's up oh my god it's been so long i haven't seen you hey yeah what's up um yeah how you how you been the weather's nice oh my god yeah like i've been really good (laughs) haha Okay, now on to me. Here is my extended existential crisis, which I will now talk to you about for one hour. One hour later. Okay, I'm done. Yay. I'm going to edit that part so so it's actually funny, but yeah, hopefully the edit is actually what I have in my head. Okay, yeah basically it's fucking crazy like why do you guys just listen to me talk about myself for like a full hour like i don't understand if someone did that to me in real life when we're having a conversation i would be like this bitch is crazy i'm never seeing her again what the fuck um hold on let me eat my food i gotta i'm going to donate blood in an hour and usually if i don't have time to eat in the morning i just won't eat but if i don't eat before donating blood i'm gonna pass out so yeah oh my god fermi's here yay okay Mm -hmm. basically what i wanted to talk about in today's episode was Honestly, just like my midlife crisis, I mean quarter life crisis, whatever you call it, like existential crisis, I don't know, but yeah, it's kind of like, honestly, it's just a continuation of the past two episodes. It's honestly talking about the same things like uni, whatever, whatever, like not knowing what to do with my life, whatever, whatever, but I have kind of expanded on my thoughts a little bit and I have new insights now and once again for this episode I wrote down a few notes I'm not going to cut out any of these eating bits by the way because it's just going to be too many so ASMR mukbang vibes okay 
I wrote down a few notes because I honestly think that writing notes is quite therapeutic in and of itself because like as soon as I have a thought like I've been this is just something that's like always on my mind these days right and then as soon as I like have a thought about it or like have kind of like a mini revelation or whatever I write it down on my phone just like really messily like not well thought out because I know that I'm going to be revisiting it when I actually record the podcast so I feel like just the whole process of like making the podcast itself is like honestly so like clearing for me like it's so it like clarifies all of these messy bits of thoughts that I've been having and kind of polishes it off into one little area where if I want to revisit it I can and then I'll like know exactly what I was thinking at that point in time which is like so cool it's like I don't know. I feel like this is like the format of journaling that really works for me. Anyway, onto the actual podcast. Let me read my notes for a little bit. Okay. Oh yeah. So basically, in the last episode, I was talking about how I wasn't really certain if I was gonna drop out or not, right? Like especially in the beginning, I was like yeah i'm leaning to the side of oh my god this is such a stupid idea like why can't i do it but now i'm like certain that this is what i want to do and what i should be doing because like i've kind of gotten over the fact that it is going to be tough like it's not like once i drop out of uni everything's going to be like rainbows and lollipops and i'm going to be like wow this is my best life whatever whatever like it's going to be tough and I know that it's going to be tough because when you really think deep into it, it's like I'm abandoning all the notions of life that I used to know, where it was like, go to uni, get a job, blah, 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 and then like work until you die, right? That was basically what it was before. And now I'm like finding a new way to live. Like, obviously, I'm still going to have to get a job because I need money to live, but like, it's not going to be a singular like career like what I thought before you know so it is going to be tough just to like re like almost reprogram myself you know to like better match what I actually want out of my life and that process like that mental and emotional process is going to be tough but it is what it is, you know, pick your own battles, that kind of thing, and I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but I'm, like, not against going back to uni either, like, it's not like I'm, like, yeah, uni's terrible, it is the enemy, whatever, whatever, it's, like, more, rather than that, it's, like, I don't want to just, like, throw myself degree after degree, hoping to find something that I tolerate, that's more just like what i don't like about uni it's not like uni as an institution is bad like i'm sure it's very good to some people but like for me at that point in my life it just wasn't good like if i really wanted to do something in the future that i would need a degree for i would go back to uni and get that degree and then at that point it's more like 
I have an end goal in mind, you know what I mean? So it's going to be easier for me, at least I hope so, to like finish the degree because it's like I need it in order to live the life that I want rather than before, which was I'm going to get it and then live a life that I don't want to live, you know? I feel like recording in the daytime makes me so much more energized. Like I have so much more and like words come out of me so much easier because I'm not tired. Anyways, this is very an eye-opening process for me. Anyways, another thing that I realized was I don't think that I want to freelance because before, right? I kind of okay, okay. Here's the thing: I talked about it. I think two two episodes ago, where I need to accept that I'm not going to be successful. And by that, I mean, like, accept that I will not look like I'm successful in others' eyes, right? That's kind of, I honestly forgot exactly what I said, but yeah, it was something along those lines. And I think me doing freelance was still me clinging on to others, other people's, like, perceptions of success, if that makes sense. Like, I was like... Okay, I was like, yeah, I want to drop out and then do retail, but I'm but I'm working on my freelancing business, so I still have this thing going on for me that other people would be like, wow, yes, that's cool, that's respectable, whatever, whatever, right? But the thing is, like, I don't think I actually want to freelance. Like, deep down in my mind, it's like really, I don't know, like, what is the difference between freelancing and like working in a company right like obviously there's a lot of differences but i don't know like i don't know how to explain it i just i just don't really want to do it so yeah that's another revelation that i had let me mm. Dude, I read a lot in these notes. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, like, the notes that I've written is probably, like, 500 words. I don't know, actually, how many words, because it's in, like, the notes section of my phone. I don't think they do word count. Oh, my God, I just, I just tried to spoon porridge into my mouth, and I missed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like about the freelancing thing, I was like, I always thought that I couldn't be, I couldn't just work retail and then do nothing else because I don't know, I was just like staying at home and doing nothing. It was like not productive, not whatever, whatever of me, right? But there was also like low key a part of me that wanted to do that, that like wanted to be lost in like the unknown kind of like at least in this part of my life like the main catalyst for me saying this is honestly the show new girl for those who don't know it it's basically uh, this girl moves into a loft with three other guys right and then they're all in there like i think when the show starts they're in their late 20s early 30s that kind of thing and 
the whole show it's them you know like finding their way in life in terms of like love relationships career you know that kind of thing like kind of just finding their hold their foot what's that word just like finding you know their little role in society kind of if that makes sense like i don't know the whole thing is just like them living their life and like they don't know what they're doing half the time but they still are like having a lot of fun going on like little spontaneous adventures they're like messing up learning lessons that kind of thing and i really like that i kind of want to like throw myself fully into that kind of mindset where like i just accept that i don't know anything and like if i'm like unhappy with my current circumstance i don't need to like scramble to fix it i can just like i don't know kind of trust that i will be able to fix it in the future and kind of just do more like inner reflection you know uh, i don't know if i'm really like explaining it right but the bottom line is there is something that i really yearn about like being lost it just it seems like it's an important part of life just be lost for a little bit don't know what you're doing yeah because i think before i was always like sort of in denial about my lack of direction i was always like yeah i don't know what i'm doing but like yolo or like yeah i don't know what i'm doing but i could always do this do this do that right like i don't like this degree so i'm gonna move back to sydney i don't like uni so i'm gonna drop out but i'm gonna freelance right like I was always kind of just like making myself do these things that I didn't want to do just so that I could say that I'm not lost. I have this and this and this to do in the future. But I don't know, on the surface level, it kind of made me feel like I was organized and I knew what to do. But like on a deeper level, it really wasn't helping at all. So yeah. And just another bit about like following people expectations of like success perceptions of success whatever like i realized that if i okay like back then right when i was like going to high school getting good marks and then going to uni blah 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 like moving to melbourne it was like even though other people were like yeah you're doing a good job like that's so cool what you're doing yeah 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 like go you i was always a little bit like i mean like it obviously it wasn't enough to fuel me in what i was doing because you know i ended up abandoning all that and i think even if i were to kind of continue with these things that would make me appear successful or whatever in other people's eyes it would never be enough to keep me going it would it would never be enough to kind of like push me through those 
hard moments, right? Because it would be exactly like what I was doing before and what I was doing before, like living by other people's rules or whatever. It was, you know, I was like unhappy. So I would definitely be unhappy in the future if I continue on that kind of path. So I think what I need to do right now, like I, I've known this for a long time because I've talked about this two podcast episodes ago and that was filmed like beginning of this year, right? Quite a few months ago in advance and I've already known that I was going to like sort of abandon the appearance of being successful. No, I don't know if you guys can hear those birds right now. They're like going crazy. But yeah, I was going to abandon the notion of being successful in other people's eyes. And it's just like, it's been a continuous journey for me, you know, ups and downs. And I think that's what I need to like really focus on when I think about what I want to do in the future. Like, do I really want to do this or am I just convincing myself that I want to do this because, you know, it will make me seem cool and successful in other people's eyes right Mm -hmm. and okay the next point that i wrote kind of touches on what i was saying before i wrote i would rather be poor and happy than rich and sad but not even i just can't force myself to do things that i don't like to do which okay yeah that is true i i really I'm bad at forcing myself to do things that I don't want to do, right? Like, let's see. Okay, like, even as a kid, when I didn't want to do anything, I would, I mean, like, when I didn't want to do, like, when I didn't want to study, for example, I would always, like, find ways to procrastinate. I would just, like, I'd do that shit, like, poking holes in razors, like, doodling, sharpening my pencils down to a knob. Like, I was never one of those people that really just, like, buckled down and got to work, you know? I was always, like, (laughs) procrastinating up until the last minute and stuff. And, like, even, like, not in in the area of study. Like, when my mom used to take my phone away from me to, like, as a punishment, I never just, like, took that lying down. I like spent all my time digging around her room trying to find it. And then I had the genius idea of like calling my own phone with the home phone so that I could see where she hit it. And then I would like take a play on it, whatever, and then like put it back where I found it. I, like I was just always very, I don't know. I don't know what's the word. Like, I was going to say, like, selfish and, like, hedonistic almost, but I don't think that's what it is. Like, that makes it sound so evil. But, like, I really just... If I didn't want to do something and I didn't see the point of doing it, I just didn't do it. And... Mm-hmm. Oh, 
this next bit that I wrote makes me sound so like it sounds so like fake deep. Okay, so basically, even if I've even when I've like grown up, I still had the same sort of values. Like when I, you know what? Let me just think about this next bit for a bit because. I don't really know if it makes sense. Because what I wrote was, like, even when I grew up, I had these, like, same sort of tendencies. Like, I've lied on all my resumes. I don't write my own cover letters. I just copy them from, like, the internet or, like, whoever has. Or, like, I got these few cover, you know, whatever, like, I got this cover letter from a friend and I just copied that. Or like the other day, Cindy came to my house to write me a cover letter after just regurgitating that same shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like I always find ways to cheat the system almost. And <laughs> this next bit sounds so cringe, but I also do think it's kind of true. Like I've exploited so many like things that somewhere along the line I've kind of exploited myself right so what I mean by that is basically like I never kind of fully like engage in anything I was always just kind of like just do this and this and this so I can get to the end goal right like kind of like just take the path of least resistance until it's done and it's finished right and that's kind of I feel like that's that's what contributes to me being so like lost in life because I've always been like okay I'm good at art right like I'm good at drawing and being creative and stuff so how do I use that to, how do I like use that so that I can be rich? Or like, how do I use that so that I can get through uni and like, you know, not hate myself, right? Like, I've always used that as a means to like make my life easier but not in a good way you know so and I do think like that art is something that I'm actually like passionate about like I've always liked doing it and I love like you know learning about new mediums and stuff like that and I love like I just love creating right it's something that I genuinely think I'm passionate about but because I've kind of used that as a tool to like get me places all this time I've like not really lost my passion but a little bit lost my passion like I don't I don't see it as like something to enjoy anymore I just see it as like you know something to use kind of so That's kind of what I mean. Oh my god, it's one eleven.
and then it's also 11 11 in new york i love this time isn't it such a coincidence that basically i put new york on my phone time so i can get used to the time difference and then whenever it's 1 11 p.m here it's 11 11 in new york isn't that cool um okay the next point that i wrote was it's also kind of about the passion thing i've been consuming a lot of media about like people doing what they want and it's not like consciously either i don't like consciously you know seek out this thing and things but i watched little women the other day it's so good i love little women oh my god the whole movie was amazing spectacular a masterpiece it really makes me want to read the book but then again the book was written a long time ago and i'm really bad at like reading ye olden day english like i just don't understand it but the movie was like oh, it was so heartwarming and nice and nostalgic and i really liked joe's story about how she was like adamantly didn't want to get married and she you know became a writer in the end like she followed her passion she didn't do what everyone else told her to do and she made it like that i love that that was really inspiring for me and that was like one of the main takeaways that i got from the movie and the thing is like I've been getting that same takeaway from a lot of the things that I've been reading and watching these days. Like, for example, Earthly by Sayaka Murata. She, I, she wrote like Convenience to a Woman as well, which I think is about the same sort of thing, but it didn't really like hit me as deeply as this one. Like, Earthing is basically about this woman. She feels like an alien because she doesn't like subscribe to the same societal expectations that all her peers does like get married get a job and then have a baby right she sees like this whole thing as sort of like a factory for humans like you know people grow up they couple and then they produce more it's like manufacturing humans and then she's always been like i don't want to do that i don't want to do that and then, you know, without spoiling the book, she ends up living life the way that she wants. If that's a spoiler. I don't think that is. Yeah, she ends up, like, doing what she wants, right? And that, I find, was just so inspiring. Even though the way that she does it at the end is kind of... You know what? Okay, spoiler alert. If you really want to read it and you haven't, just don't listen to this next bit. Oh, but then if I say that, like, I have to do that thing where it's like I edit it and I'm like, jump to this second, this minute and this second if, you know, you don't want to spoil alert. And that kind of that kind of takes me a long time to do. Because you got to... Anyways, you don't care. About, you don't care about the editing process. I'm not going to spoil it. But yeah, that was very inspiring. And like a lot of other things as well that I feel like this message is not 
the key takeaway i keep seeing this message everywhere like live life how you want like for example i was watching this vlog remember like back in the day when i used to be really obsessed with like this guy on youtube called jeffrey fever basically i i like found his new youtube channel where he's just like vlogging now and he's just like he's he's always wanted to do music so he's like doing music kind of like making it big that kind of thing right and then he had like a draw my life video that i rewatched, and it was about him like dropping out of uni to pursue music and even though everyone was like that's so stupid you can't do that you shouldn't do that he still did it and like once again very inspiring for me it's just like i don't know in all these like little pieces of media that i consume i always find myself finding the same message you know Mm. but here's a thing right like all the things that like in every instance of the those books movies videos whatever that i mentioned before those people always had like one singular thing that they were passionate about like for joe and little woman it was writing for like jeffrey the vlogs his was like music right and i guess for earthling they didn't really have like a passion they just their passion i guess was not going by society's rules anyways the thing is i don't think i have that singular of a passion right like like i said before like i'm into art and stuff but that is so broad but maybe it's okay to be broad i don't know and when I was writing that, the, the notes, like, at that point in time, I was like, the point of that was I need to find my passion. But, I mean, I think I already know what it is. It's definitely art. It's definitely, like, in that creative field. And even if it is broad, who cares? Maybe that's a good thing. Like, I'm passionate about a lot of things in that field you know but I did end up like when I was writing these notes right like a couple of days ago I <laughs> I searched up on Google how to find your own passion and I found this like Mark Manson article and for those of you who don't know who that is he's a guy who wrote um how to not give a fuck or like fuck everything it has the word fuck in it it's a self-help book it's like orange and black it's very popular like you've definitely seen it somewhere before but yeah he wrote that book and in this article the article was titled screw finding your passion and you know he has like a lot of good points i didn't like his book because i thought it was too gimmicky like I thought that his whole demeanor and the way that he wrote things, it was very, like, comical yet cynical. 
very like blunt that kind of thing i always thought it was kind of like a gimmick you know like like the stuff that he was saying in the book wasn't very revolutionary but people just liked it because of like his bluntness in the way that he spoke especially in the genre of self-help books that's not very common that's what i thought but this article actually i thought it was pretty good so he begins by saying that you shouldn't find your passion because you already know what it is but you've just like suppressed it and i like agree 100 percent. and he gives the example of like kids right when you're a kid at recess you don't think about oh what do i want to do today that will make me the happiest what do i want to do today that will you know make me feel fulfilled they just like go and do it like if they want to find bugs they find bugs if they want to play football they play football if they want to like run around playing tips or like if they want to like draw with chalk on the floor they just do it right because like that's innately what they're drawn to do and that's what like passion is like you don't need to find it you just already have it right mm. and I 100% agree with that okay I'm like trying to find some excerpts to read that kind of sums everything up, but mm, okay. He said, you've already found your passion. You're just ignoring it. Seriously, you're awake 16 hours a day. What the fuck do you do with your time? You're doing something, obviously. You're talking about something. There's some topic or activity or idea that dominates a significant amount of your free time, your conversations, your web browsing. It dominates them without you consciously pursuing or looking for it. I think that's true. Like, you should look at your free time to really find out about what your passions are. Like, what stuff, you know, do you, do you tend to gravitate to on, like, YouTube or, like, Netflix or whatever. And I think for me... Like, I never realized this, but I always watch, like, DIY videos and, like, fashion videos, like, how to make clothes in my free time. And, I don't know, I kind of thought that was, like, like, not normal, but that everyone kind of liked that. But I don't think people do. Like, I watch sewing tutorials in my free time. Even when I have no, like, intention of ever making the said thing, I still like watching those tutorials. And I think that is quite indicative of what my passion is. Like, I like making stuff, being creative. And then he goes on to say, the problem isn't passion. It's never passion. It's about priority. Which, once again, very true. Like, some people have suppressed their passion because they don't think you'll make them money or they don't think you'll make them successful. Right? Like, I think innately everyone knows what their passion is, but then it's just been suppressed because of priorities. And finding your passion is really just about, like, re-evaluating, like, your, your thoughts and values and kind of, like, seeing what's innately from your brain and what's something that other people have convinced you of. Mm. 
basically what that article was about. Oh my god, I'm trying to like scoff down my food because I don't. Uh, it's 1:22, and I have to leave the house at 1:46, so I have like 20 something minutes to finish this episode, and I am uh, nowhere near done. Okay. Oh, did I tell you guys how at the beginning how this episode is kind of like a two-part thing? Maybe I'll do the first part now and the second part when I come home. But basically, the first part, the part that I've been talking about now was, like, my crisis about my future. But then I have another section that's, like, a crisis about, like, my being, (laughs) if that makes sense. That's going to come later. I think I'll record that. I'll record that later. Like, when I come home or something. Okay, anyways. Mm. the next point that i had was i i recently started watching midnight gospel and i like before right i did watch one episode i watched like the first episode a long time ago and i just like didn't really get into it which i kind of see why like the first episode wasn't very like whoa (laughs) right like it wasn't so mind-blowing like the other ones it was kind of just like an introductory episode and it was about like drugs so it wasn't like because all the other ones were about like oh the nature of the universe you know like that kind of stuff and the first one was about like drugs which wasn't really that deep of a topic so i didn't get too involved but then i started watching at Catherine's house the other day and it's like oh my god it's so good i love midnight gospel Anyway, basically, whatever. In Midnight Gospel, they were talking about enlightenment as, like, like a stepping stone and not the end destination. Because some people, like, when you're kind of in that spiritual kind of field, right, they're like, yeah, I want to reach enlightenment. I want to reach enlightenment. enlightenment." And And I was always like, yeah, okay, cool, great. Good for you. Yes, reach enlightenment. If that makes sense. Like, it was the end goal, right? But then they were like, it's actually not the end goal. The end goal is, like, there is no end goal almost. Like, they, once they reach alignment, they use that, like, as a tool to help them, you know, accomplish the things that they want, which I don't really know what it is. It's, I don't know. It's like, like, being more present, being kind to other people actual projecting i don't really know right but basically enlightenment is just like a state of being and once you achieve that state of being you can go out and live the life that you want and then this sounds so reductive but like i kind of compared it to my whole journey with like uni right i hate how i'm like comparing like in line and stuff to like uh-huh me going to uni whatever like ugh, i just it feels so like reductive and like narrow-minded almost but what can i say that's just the that's just the uh, the revelation that i came to or the realization that i had from from that okay 
so why I compare it to uni is because I always thought of graduating as the end goal, right? Like, once I graduate, everything will be fine. Like, I'll just put all of this uni stuff behind me. But when you think about it, like, graduation is not the end goal. You graduate, you get a degree so that you can get a job. You're still, like, doing the exact same thing, but now just, like, on steroids because you're working. And, like, that's just not true. Like, it's just, uh, it's just, like, I, ne- I can't believe I never realized that before. Like, it sounds so obvious when I say it, right? But, like, I never realized that was the case. I was always just, like, like yeah, once I graduate, I won't be so, uh, oh, my God, what am I doing anymore? I'll just be, like, yeah, I'll work my job, get money, all that kind of stuff. But right after the finish line is more of the stuff that I hate. Okay, give me a second. Fabi wants to go inside. Full disclosure, this episode, there were a lot of technical difficulties and somehow I think I managed to lose the last like five to ten minutes of this clip. So it just cuts off here. But I think that was all I was going to say anyways. That was like pretty much it. I can't really exactly remember because it's kind of been a while since I recorded that episode. Maybe like two or three weeks. So... Yeah, I hope you enjoy, but there is a part two coming. Okay, bye-bye.